The tip of the tongue. The tip of the tongue. Tip of the tongue. Tip of the tongue. No, 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 no. Doe a deer. Two. We're back! It's your friends from the Fungalow, and we're so excited to be here with you tonight. My name's Michelle. Hey, Matt Woodland here. Thanks for having me. Hey, this is Ryan Arnold. Hey, Ryan. Of course. And we are the Dirty. Wow, this sounds like a fun party. Yeah. It's an amazingly (laughs) fun party. That's all we do. The second, y'all think we gather right before this damn podcast? We're partying all day long. I'm like, this isn't your grandfather's hoot nanny or shindig. This is a party. This is something that the 90s are all about, my friends. Parties, beer. Illicit cocaine. You, you wouldn't know about this stuff, you, uh, Mr. Old Timer, on your John Deere tractor. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> and we got fire. plenty of Montel Jordan 2 to cap off the 90s. <laughs> yeah. That's yep. right. And Hotel Jordan 2. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said Montel. <laughs> oh, God. So, all right, fellas, tell me a little bit about your week. What's, uh, since the last time we met, what's shaking? Michelle, would you mind if I taco about my week? <laughs> I'd love it if you tacoed about your week. Branding, hashtag. Um, this is a little funny. This is We actually have a little bit of serendipity coming our way because earlier today, I accidentally watched all of um, Harmony Kareen's appearances on David Letterman. Yes. And then I wander into the goddamn fungalo and whom should be wearing a gummo shirt but Mr. Arnold himself. Mm-hmm. Can I call you Mr. Arnold? Oh, sure. Mr. Arnold was my father. <laughs> call me Mr. Ryan. <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I decided to take over all the personalities of the pod. Cool. But, impression of future me. That's just what I'm going to sound like <laughs> in the future after, uh, I've, after I've suffered a lot of losses. The Ghost of Christmas Future. It's it's pretty much just it's it's a guy doing a podcast with a younger version of yourself, which is actually pretty sci-fi and science fiction. But so that was pretty much um. So that's I guess I don't. That's a quick little anecdote. There's really no stories about that. But it always it always bewilders me when you're just going about your life and then you have this idea of you're going to tell your friends about this and then Ryan's like uh hello <laughs> i'm wearing the shirt so your ideas are uh well accepted by my torso um that's what i want to talk about that you guys uh, any do you have anything to say about harmony corinne harmony is it corinne 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 help me out with harmony this harmony corinne i've never heard of this i've never heard of this harmony corinne Harmony Korean uh, wrote this movie called Kids. Kids. That. Yes, I saw that movie from the '90s, which basically about kids having sex with each other and, yep. and all that. Yes, okay, I saw that movie. I just mm-hmm. didn't know that the I didn't put a name to the. I watched that movie with movie. my brother, who was 14 at the time. Before mm-hmm. I'd ever seen, I was like, "Hey, I heard this movie's gonna be cool," and we watched it, and I was like, "This isn't a movie you should be showing people, let alone your underage siblings." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably not. Actually, we're kind of, it's pretty apropos for the times we live in now because like back in then, they were just kids spreading AIDS. And now we're just crazy kids spreading the virus. There was more skateboarding back time. then. Less yeah. less uh, video telephones, more skateboarding. That is that is actually true. Well, I mean, speak for yourself. I did 17 kickflips on the way over, but I'm a 90s <laughs> bitch. <laughs> 
Well, that's what I've been up to. <laughs> Excellent. I watched a bunch of uh, Harmony Kareen. I'm going to go with Kareen. Kareen. <laughs> Harmony Kareen Abu Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. Thank you. What other movies do they have out? Other oh, than my good Lord. He Well, uh, so spring. Oh, then, then, then this movie Gummo, yep. which is okay. basically a series of vignettes about mm. a town. Uh, where that has been struck by a, a series of tornadoes and uh, they're poor. A lot of the people are addicted to huff and paint mm-hmm. and uh, uh, close of is in it. You know, oh from, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. And, Cheese lounge. and then I guess he, uh, it, it occurs during one of those David Letterman uh, interviews. He goes a little crazy on the, on the crack cocaine and the heroin oh, and such yeah, yeah, and yeah, has yeah. to, has to lay off the movies for a while and comes back with this movie, Mr. Uh, Mr. Lonely about a island inhabited completely by impersonators. Oh my There's God. a Charlie Chaplin impersonator and a Marilyn Monroe. This. And it's about this French Michael Jackson impersonator who goes to the island. And uh, uh, then Spring Breakers with James Franco and all those Disney <laughs> mm-hmm. ladies. Oh, yeah. That's where Selena I, I jump back on board with Spring Breakers. I was in it in a big way. Oh yeah! What a what a cool movie. Is it film or is it movie? You know, people like to make that difference. This is. It looks the 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 aesthetics. It's like you're thinking you're having a movie, but then if you but then you realize if you go deep, it pretty much is in the eye of the beholder. It depends on what the message you get because the film. It's like yeah, you could be you could be you know, riding a surfboard, eating your popcorn, just having a nice blockbuster mm-hmm. uh, experience for yourself, mm-hmm. but. There might be some subtext in that movie, and if you dis- mm-hmm. if you if you indulge in some of that subtext, you're into film, you're in cinema category, my friend. That's yeah, I skipped this really movie the simple. first time out because, uh, based on the trailers, I thought it was going to be an SNL type movie, just seeing James right, right, Franco right, right, right. in yeah. the getup mm-hmm. with the grills and such, being like, "I'm a rapper." I was like, "Oh, this movie uh, looks terrible." Yeah, and then I I was was shown it. In a uh, in a film class, Ooh. and uh, I was like, "This is now my favorite movie." It's so I love that. Yeah, when I saw that movie, and that was when, like, I always knew when I went to go see Spring Breakers. I didn't know much of Harmony Korean. Like, I knew kids, but I always like I attached well Larry Clark, like that name mm-hmm. along with it. So I was like, I knew that. I didn't know all this backstory with this, but I did. You know, this is what I learned today. Harmony Kareen, bad boy number one, because um, he got kicked off David Letterman. Uh, lifetime ban, my friend, lifetime ban. And it's because he was, um, not only did he push Meryl Streep, he also, Whoa. wait for it, rifled through her pocketbook. <laughs> wow. What was he looking for? <laughs> what was he looking for in there? Anyway, Slice it. it's a ballsy move to do that mm-hmm. to anybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the legend of uh, I was gonna call her call him Hermione. What's it again? Yeah, Her- Hermione Granger, Her- <laughs> the lovable lass from. Uh... I forgot the name. Do we have music in a... one of the headphones again? Ooh, Let's headphone have a... check, headphone listen. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Who is this artist? It's not. Uh, it's not a audio slave this time. What? So this is from the radio. Okay, so let's check one. We'll check one at a time and see what channel it's on. And then uh, I don't have any replacement microphone things, but just just for fun, let's check out. Mm -hmm. 
You're on live with the Ghost and the yeah. Machine podcast. Dude, it's called it's a music bed, dude. We're boss jocks. It's the 70s, bros. I guess that's a good way to look. Yeah, at and we dude, we run spots. <laughs> we're having fucking uh spot breaks as we're talking, dude. Saving time that way. Oh my god. Maintenance. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I called for. Find the best. You don't have any good lips on your side. <laughs> hey, honey, nice lips, baby. <laughs> oh, baby, yum, yum, yum. Baby, let me take a nibble of your chapstick, baby. Is that character of a name, or is that still the microphone? That's Mike. <laughs> That's Dirty Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, let me get a rubber damn fun bags. <laughs> I sure do like them. <laughs> uh, uh, Boba's fun bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't got no dick in it. Mm-hmm. Oh hey, is that? It's not me. Did you say that? <laughs> Did you just say? <laughs> All right, this character is this character. Somebody call off maintenance. Is this character? Are we live? Do we? Is that on the? T- is that on the pod? Oh yeah, that was on the pod. Beautiful. <laughs> that was on the pod, baby. That's what I've learned is you don't turn off. We're journalists, you guys. Mm-hmm. Our job is to bring the story to the people and to sometimes be the story for the people. That's a really, uh, that's really insightful, Ryan. Ryan. That's what happens when I talk without thinking about it. If I if mm-hmm. I give any preparation at all, it just comes out completely. <laughs> what song is this now? Are we going to be able to broadcast this with music in the background? <laughs> we get uh I think it's a subtle way we can collect some we can collect some royalties off the music. Is that if there's music if we play music on our pod, whoever this whatever whatever the whatever station this, this may is be can pay us for advertising. Mm-hmm, Listen to right. whatever station this is during the Dirty Podcast. <laughs> it's a simulcast, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can if you could call in and correctly identify what artist is playing during the podcast. Uh, you win a cigar and a baby duck. Yep. The baby duck is for uh, petting or eating, not fucking. Mm-hmm. Quack, quack, motherfucker. You, you fuck one of our baby ducks, we'll fuck one of yours. Challenge. And that's how things get out of hand. <laughs> uh, we got to challenge you. Be calm, seventh caller. <laughs> Hold your piss for a baby duck. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Hey Ryan. Mm. Why don't you Oh. Now what's going on? Is this 311? Oh, <laughs> what is happening? Is this Do you think this has anything to do with the cord I'm holding or it got more louder ever since yeah. you did something with that cord. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Do these things work with by magnets? If this is how I die, I want you to draw pictures from your memory. This is like that. What was it? White noise where he's like trying to talk to his boy, but now we just get Wait. to talk to just relics of uh, mid '90s. Uh, pop rock music with Michael Keaton. Uh, Nick, Hex- mm-hmm. Nick Hexum, Peanut. Are you guys there? Nobody. Are we recording? <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Cool. Alec Trebek, can you hear me? Yeah, no, I, I, I have a feeling that when I listen back to this, I, I'm going to hear the voices of the dead. Yeah. Okay, so just having 
I mean, this is kind of interesting, right? Having just having this in my hand is making it more. Oh, <laughs> oh, but now it's here to stay. Oh, it's a different. Oh, it jumped to a different chord. It's like that movie where um, when you have sex with someone, the demon goes into you. But it's rated G version where it's just with Gizmo. Part, oh, part three. <laughs> so, picking up where we left off, I believe it was Ryan's turn to tell us about his week. Well, I also would like to talk about Harmony Green. <laughs> yeah, talk about your week, huh? This is a little story about a movie called The Beach Bum. Okay. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, Matthew McConaughey. Did your microphone fall, too? Matthew Woodlands? Yeah. Nope. You just, it's just like that. Is it? Um, I'm sitting far back. Um, I, I like a, like it a, looks like it's straining. Like, if I saw a person sitting like that, I'd be like, hey, buddy, do you want a pillow? Yeah, I'm sitting like, what, what's that? Is that the, what was that? The Mac, Maxwell, the guy, and the, the, the sound system is blowing him, blowing him back to his seat? That's kind of like what I'm doing, but um, there's there's no real audio blowing me back to my seat. It's just um, lethargy. Wait. Yep. You were you were turned down more. Okay, Matthew here. There Ooh, you, there you go. big daddy's back. Okay, start that again. A little bass in my voice. Part three, take two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ugh, this is going to be rough on me. Oh, Big Daddy <laughs> edit. All this stuff I did. Don't worry, I'll give you a bunch of dirty a dirty mic lines to splice in. <laughs> dirty Mike here. Who's Dirty Mike, by the way? We should do some promos for Dirty Mike's House of Dirty Mics. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to find a clean mic. They're all, they've all got spit and little pieces of food and air <laughs> in them. They've all been used 100%. <laughs> Yeah, Michelle, I couldn't notice that when we came to your house today, you have this new housemate called Dirty Mike. Who is who is he exactly? Well, Dirty Mike, he's the dirtiest. Okay. He's just kind of this mic that kind of hangs Microphone, out. right? Exactly. For long. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Microphone for long, for real long, real long. Oh. Yeah, baby, you don't spicy. know the half of it. After dark, <laughs> AD, yep. that's what I... And Dirty Mike's just been helping me with some things around the house, you know. Because my arthritis has been getting bad, so he uses his hands when I just can't. Are you guys both speaking seductively right now and nobody told me? Ooh, I baby. can't do that. I'll give you a, I'll give you a hand. I'll give you two hands. <laughs> Dirty Mike. Dirty oh, Mike. Mike. You brute. All ten digi- all ten phalanges. Oh. Fiddling and fumbling and whatnot. Uh, Dirty Mike here. <laughs> Twos and twos. Thank you. You sound like an educated man, sir. Mm-hmm. Dirty Mike. Did you, Michelle, did you hear him say phalanges? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's educated. Yeah. He's definitely educated in the way of the phalanges. Like a bunch of sloppy seaweed just slathering all over your body, baby. Wow. Dirty that actually Mike. actually sounds pretty relaxing. It is, you know what? Dirty Mike can be pretty relaxing. That sounds he pretty like New he... Age. Seaweed wrap. <laughs> I got a seven inch jammy soft, <laughs> baby. That's <laughs> right, baby. <laughs> is Dirty Mike <laughs> threatening to take <laughs> me <laughs> to the spa? Maybe. he. Dirty Mike doesn't care. Dirty Mike's dirty to everybody. Not just me. Dirty Mike is dirty to everybody. He just lives dirty. He wants to be dirty. He just is damn dirty. Baby, I trim that lawn with my incisors. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> <laughs> I dirty Mike, you dirty. 
Hey, no, don't get me. Don't make him no dirty than Dirty Mike. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, Dirty Mike. I appreciate you. Hey, Dirty Mike. I'm going to deflate those fun bags, much like Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Dirty Mike. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Dirty Mike, tell Ryan what you did this morning. Dirty Mike, I'll tell you exactly what Dirty Mike did. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it this way, Michelle, she started the day with ten toes. <laughs> the end of the day, let's just put it this way. She's got she's up to about fourteen, fifteen toes. Wow. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. right. L- luckiest lady in the Pioneer Valley. Extra toes. Yep. <laughs> I ain't sorry. <laughs> Two in the pink. <laughs> And a few toes in the other pink. That's right. That dirty mic, baby. Dirty, dirty mic is terrible. <laughs> he's the dirtiest. I told you he's the dirtiest. I wonder what dirty mic listens to in his spare time, like in his headphones. I, I, tre- <laughs> I treated that deck. I put some polyurethane from my tongue all over that deck. Slobber, slobber, slobber. Nothing to do with it. No, nothing. <laughs> Just dirty mic is... Uh, well, he gives the answers he wants to give to the questions that uh, nobody asked. Oh, I'll address the question. I'll address them in place. What's your question, Rob? No, Ryan, baby. Mm, <laughs> Ryan, looking nice tonight. By what's the way. it? What's mm. in your What's in your cassette player right now, Dirty Mike? In my ca- I, you look like a rocking guy. You got You got awesome hair. You got cool skin and boots and stuff. I just want to know what you're rocking. I buddy. listen to exclusively one thing: Ministries, Dang a Long Lang, my Dang a Long Lang. I'll repeat because that what Dirty Mike all about. I got my phalange, I got my toes, I add some toes, I remove some toes, I just fucking did like a bunch of wet, uh, what you call that, seaweed, just slather your body, get that skin all glistening and mucusy, you know what Dirty Mike do. Perfect. No better answer. I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that, uh, uh, uh above and beyond. Thank you, Dirty Mike. Hey, Dirty Mike, I'll just be chiming in whenever the dog uh, came by beer again. Later, get that fun back, love them <laughs> Michelle, is he getting more cool. Cajun? I feel like he is. <laughs> he's like getting he, a little more Cajun by the. He started off more, uh, more like a, more like a Texas ruffian, and then he uh, he slowly made his way into the Bayou. Yep. We started talking about gumbo. <laughs> now we're talking about the gumbo. It's oh. a dirty bug over here. Let me go. Let me go. Creole sauce all over there. Though. Nice tea. Some nice sugary sweet beignets. Mm. Hey, dirty Mike. Making our way back to it. Hey guys, Matthew back. What I miss? Hey Matt. Well, you weren't harassed by Dirty Mike, so you missed Dirty Mike. Oh, Dirty Mike was here. I love Dirty that Mike was guy. Here. He's such a bad boy. <laughs> he really is. He really is. I mean, I know that you call yourself the bad boy of comedy. Oh well, yeah. But Dirty Mike takes it to a whole. He's the worst boy. Level. Yeah, he's a terrible he's man. Boy. I may be the bad boy. He's a terrible man. Oh, thank you. But but a but a thick full mustache. If ever I saw one. You know what I would like to hear about? What? Ryan, talk about your week, my friend. Oh. Well, you know that I've been outside picking up leaves, trying to find the shape of all the different leaves. Mm-hmm. And what I've found is that there's just not that many. And that uh, after you get to triangle and uh, what's three prong and uh, roundo with the point at the top, there's really not that many. So I kind of trailed off. Ah, uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, made some enchiladas the Would other day. Now, really? I'm in. How, like, tell That's so on brand for this podcast because it's in the taco family. Yes. Am I wrong? 
I'm trying to find the words to ask you to tell me about these. Like, okay, well, don't get know. get your hopes up. Enchilada about your week, my they friend. They were yeah. they were some vegetarian enchiladas. Ooh. But before okay. before you judge, mm-hmm. this was a black bean and sweet potatoes enchilada. I've okay. made those before. Delicious. I've so uh, delicious. Had them a couple of times, and this was the first time that I uh, uh, start to finish really really took on the whole project. And uh, it was very smooth. You know, the hardest thing is that those sweet potatoes are, like regular potatoes, a, a bitch to completely soften. You know, mm-hmm. the recipe informed me that you just put it in with all the other vegetables and you saute it uh, with the water from a diced tomato can right. in, in there and it'll just cook the sweet potatoes. Not true. Those sweet potatoes are tough. You got to heat them up in the, in the microwave. So next time you go on a venture where you're trying a veggie, I just want to make a recommendation. Mm. Butternut squash black bean enchiladas. Mm. Delicious. It's the same idea. Like, you know, it's kind of sweet like the sweet potato. Not as sweet. But you, it's not as much work where you just cube up the, the butternut squash and then you roast it. And then you just toss it into your sauce and then you fill it. Like, couldn't be easier. You spend more time putting together the enchilada sauce than oh. you do. Just a suggestion, because I think I have a prejudice a against butternut squash for whatever reason, but I'm I'm trying to be open about it. And what's your, uh, what's your beef, man? I don't know. It's just uh, you know, when you're a kid, you're very picky, and then as you get older, you're like, well, I'll try that, I'll try that, and then there's a couple that you push to the end of the list, mm-hmm. like black licorice, or, uh, or 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 butternut squash, or or eggplant. I'm still not a huge fan of. Sorry, eggplant. I know the internet's all obsessed with how much you look uh-huh. like a dick, but right. I'm just I'm just I'm just not buying it. <laughs> right? <Yeah>. My my <laughs> to suffice, if you're gonna have a vegetarian dish, it should be spicy. That's a, that that in order to replace what you get from having a nice meat, you uh-huh. gotta really kick it up. You gotta sp- you get at least one entire uh, pepper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wait. you gotta throw I for some reason, um <clears throat> My uh, throat hurts inexplicably. <laughs> I don't know why, guys. Weird. <laughs> but whenever I've been tempted to chime in lately, um, I have this 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 stinging pain in my throat. <laughs> well, they they say Boy. wherever you find someone with a stinging pain in their throat, that's a sure sign. Dirty Mike has been there. Mm, you're about to ride at the two dollar bill, my boy. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, I'm a big. I like. Uh, I love a. But I don't know personally. I love a butternut squash, but um, you know, I don't even know if it's the flavor. But I'll tell you, I adore um, just cubing up, like dicing up, but like in you know reasonable, not dicing, but mm-hmm. like cubing up a nice butternut squash. I think I used to have to do that at different jobs I've had. And it's just one of the most because it's kind of time consuming, but it's very therapeutic. You gotta carve the skin off, and then you gotta carve the thing, and then you gotta scoop out the seeds on that one side, and the other side's more of a, a cylinder kind of thing, and you just kind hmm. of cut it into like little planks, and then you cut it uh, lengthwise, and then you dice it in the cubes, and everything's See, what, right in the world. What yeah. you call therapeutic, I would call extra work. I would call <laughs> a lot of extra. I would never see, I would never, I wouldn't do anything to create a meal unto myself, but if Smith College <laughs> is cutting me a juicy paycheck with benefits, I'll fucking Cha-ching. whack up, I'll whack up your damn nightshade vegetables or whatever you call that. What would you, is that a nightshade? No, that's not a nightshade. What do you call a butternut squash? It's a root. Isn't it a root? Root. I've never heard of 
nightshade vegetables. Uh, yeah, that's like you. a tomato. Like, it sounds pepper, spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds very spooky. I feel kind of ignorant not knowing what that means. Ignorant. <laughs> Butternut squash. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, I'll a sweet potato. It feels like it should be because you rarely deal with them unless they're mushed up for a fry or mm-hmm. like on Thanksgiving Day. You see them mushy all the time. So, yeah, when I think of a sweet potato, I don't think of that hard, just like just like idiot, just like stubborn, stiff potato. That is an act, what the actual reality of a sweet potato is. Mm-hmm. And you always have to remove the skin. You know, you get a lot more leeway with the Yukon Gold. Mm. Remove the skin. Don't remove mm. the skin. I don't give a care. But no seeds. You got the you got the seed factor. Could you imagine finding a seed in a potato? <laughs> oh, that would be really fucking weird. How did it get there? Oh my god! Isn't that then basically just an apple? Because like, isn't it? Yeah. Yo, can you imagine? Yo. Can you freaking imagine eating an apple French fry? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Is this a, a, a apple flavored French fry or is it a French fry made out of apples? Because that sounds pretty good. Do you think you could? What could you replace an apple for a potato at every turn? Ugh. If need be. If need be. If need be, I'll tell you what. I'd replace every apple with an onion. Replace every apple with an onion. What? <laughs> onion pie. More than a potato. American as apple as onion pie. More than a potato. Yeah. <laughs> Bring on that onion pie, baby. Oh, you're just trying. You're just being shocking, my friend. You're the new bad boy of. Obviously, it would be a savory pie. Come on, it's a savory pie. What are we in jolly old England? Hello, let me get a little bit of that mince meat. All right, I'm gonna say this: onions are an aromatic. They're not meant to be eaten like regular food. What? I call onions the spicy apple. Do you eat them like raw? Can you eat them raw? I mean, I could. Do you like them? No, that'd oh be my. gross because they're they're too they're too powerful. But but if I'm making them, cooking onion, I got some slicing onion. I'll uh, I'll stick a little bit of that onion. In my I'll have a I'll have a bite of an onion. Sure. You just take a little snack of onion as you're cooking, just a little. Flight. I might, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a red onion, sure, especially a red onion with zero sa- with zero saute on it. Just you you diced it up. All right, you're like, all right, one for the pan, one for daddy. One I, for the pan, one for daddy. I struggle to think of a situation where I don't like a crunchy onion better than a soft sauteed onion. You know the re- the <laughs> in a in a taco, I want it there for texture. In a uh, Honestly, in a pasta sauce, even, I want to put it on last to give it a little bit of, you know, in a sandwich. Uh, I mean, it's it's there for the spice. It's there for the, the texture. It's there for the crunch. Sorry, you, I'm sorry. I'm getting getting passionate. You do want to have good. a little. That's good. <laughs> you want to have a little bite. I guess you do want a little, little crisp here. I guess, you know what I wasn't thinking of? Because I'm this whole time I'm picturing like. Like a really taut yellow onion, which is really pungent and very just. But then there is such a thing as a red onion, which is actually purple, but that's neither here nor there. It's a little sweeter. But that's the kind of onion you can. That's the one I'm picturing. It's thinly sliced. You know what? We're just, we're just picturing two different onions. That's yeah, why we're that's living. We're, we're probably could connect a lot easier. It, it's like how the, how the world is so. Um, uh, separated because people are watching Fox News, people are watching MSNBC, mm. and we have a different idea of what reality is. And that's a little situation, a little microcosm that we found with Ryan here. He's picturing a purple onion, and I'm picturing <laughs> a, like this taut, like just really tough yellow onion. The difference is, I get mm-hmm. it. So, so you know what? I completely uh, go back, on, scratch it, reverse it, replace every onion with an apple. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Is there no such thing as convictions anymore, Michelle? <laughs> wait, uh, wait, I'm confused. Replace every onion, onion with an apple. apple. <laughs> okay, Michelle. Can you will you sign off on this? Turn your key. <laughs> Turn your key, man. I like them both. <laughs> no, there actually is. I said that because I think there are a lot of places where I would replace an onion with an apple or as a as a garnish like in a okay. th- there's so many sandwiches as a burger where you'd yes. be like but put in some chopped up onions but you know what else is good some chopped up apple yeah sandwiches yeah especially okay. you, you know uh, a red apple a green apple you know especially with a yeah. with a munster cheese with a with a brie mm. apple and cheese are two they go together so well they're the best of friends they're lovers they're uh, brother and sister confidants yeah yep True words have never been spoken, brother. And Wonder Twins, motherfucker. Apple, like a good, like a quick sandwich, is a good thin sliced apple on hummus. Apple and hummus is Whoa, really good. Oh, I did not know of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm on an Asian pear kick. I love my Asian pears, yeah. especially around this time, because they've got that really nice, sweet custardy taste. I made a sandwich with just thin sliced Asian pear and some lettuce and some hummus. Sounds delicious. Rye bread. Gotta have my rye bread. Mm-hmm. It's better for your belly because it's wild yeast. I had a nice Reuben sandwich the other day. Speaking of rye bread from mm. the from the co-op here in Northampton, they made me a the River Valley co-op. Yeah, they got a they got a deli mm. and it made a nice corned beef Reuben for me to go. Lots of dressing. Do you like the? Oh, now my mouth is watering. Like Thousand a Island. Yeah, my problem is that most most places that you get a Reuben to take out will barely put any Thousand Island dressing on it. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I want to know true. it's there and it's got it's got to make its presence known among the titans of sandwich that are sauerkraut and corned beef mm-hmm. it's a signature it's what makes it the signature i want to know you're all there all listening that's just proper man that's just proper you'd think i hadn't eaten <laughs> <laughs> i just get excited about food that's all Do a you know reuben I mean? sandwich that has to be rye bread am i wrong yeah yes okay thank absolutely God. yes here's my question about a reuben is reuben is that a jewish sandwich it's, it would seem like it. You would think because of the rye bread, but don't they? But there's cheese that comes on a Reuben, but Swiss, that's Swiss cheese. I don't yeah. think. I don't think that's not kosher cheese. Am I wrong? So how do you? A rabbi the, can bless anything. anything oh, they can. They right? can make cheese. I think anything can be kosher. Really? Oh, okay. You're thinking of what am I thinking of? Of of the pig, but a corned beef is a beef. So like, I don't think you could have a a pork Reuben. And still qualify it as a Jewish sandwich. Okay, so it's mostly about the pig. <laughs> I I believe I'm not. So the, so the, so Jews don't give a care about the cheese necessarily. I I've never heard that they do. Or maybe they make an exception for Swiss cheese because all the holes they're like it's barely even there because the it's more like the absence of cheese if you're talking about the whole parts of the cheese. And I don't mean whole as in W H O L E whole as in H O L E. Are we having a religious discussion <laughs> again here on the Dirty Stayouts? Uh, we I'll just talk about Reuben now. Fucking Michelle's just pulling up Pee Wee Herman episodes. Yeah, Come that's on, what Michelle, it is. Focus. I need Paul Reuben. I'm a little okay. Um, go. Oh, you have some findings. I have a fun fact about the Reuben. As a matter of fact, I Nose. figured I'd make myself useful. Um, the so- Reuben. Uh, the, the finalist from season one of American Idol. Did I stuttered? 
<laughs> oh, this is the chemistry. Oh, we're gonna get the room. This is the chemistry. Matt yeah. Dash Woodland on Venmo. If you liked uh, what you heard here today, I'll put it to a good cause. Uh, cured meats. <laughs> so the uh, who really invented the Reuben? Uh, a woman by the name of Elizabeth Weil. Her grandfather conceived of the sandwich in Omaha, Nebraska, which is where our buddy Panina is visiting. Isn't she? Uh, in- Omaha. You're right. Our buddy Panina, who is a. Don't, Matt. Don't. Cut that part out. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, we got to the bottom of it. Wait. Real pal. These, these are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna have a. I'm not gonna have one friend left after this damn podcast airs. You gotta save me, right? Right, you gotta save me for myself, pal. We're gonna be fired from this this podcast. The Jews will replace us. Ah, <laughs> oh, sometimes I wish a Jew would replace me. That would be the best. Just, no just homo. a day off. <laughs> wouldn't that be great it's just like you're waking up to go to work and you're like no no worries you guys uh berenstein is there i that just is getting worse and worse you guys are bored come on how about punch this out. how about this punch out uh, michelle hi ryan uh, you, i just wish you would talk about your week just so i don't get canceled I'm going to talk about my week now. We were just talking about sandwiches. <laughs> that was your week, right? I don't know if you realize this, but that was a big long talk about Ryan's week. It was onions and sandwiches, and it was yeah amazing. So, so if any, if you're offended by anything in the last segment, that was under Ryan's uh, jurisdiction because we were talking about his week. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so I paid off my... Oh, here's, hey, everybody. Here's how my week's going. Um, <laughs> Michelle, how's your week going? Taco about your week. <laughs> Uh, success in the financial world. I what? paid off my credit card, which is always a good feeling. Nice. But then I oh. deemed that this past weekend was DoorDash weekend. <laughs> so I got something okay. different every single day from DoorDash. Really? I did. And even one day I got two things, two separate. I ordered because it was just like, I'm going to be lazy. I get you. I've been there. Yeah. And I got these two cool new fucking gloves that makes me look like I want to, I can go out and beat somebody, which you look like I the black Spider-Man. Yeah, these these gloves are they're um they're quintessential. Yeah, they look like BMX. You look like an extreme uh, uh sport uh er. They they're cut off uh they're cut off finger. What do you call those finger li- not fingerless, but the tips are cut off. Mm-hmm. Much like uh, a big Jay Okerson, a Judd Nelson, <laughs> uh just a really cool cat daddy o, you know what I mean? Yep, nice little Velcro. But they, I got them for my. I hate. I don't ever want to talk about my arthritis on this cast, but I feel like it instantly makes me look uncool. But for those of you who have the arthritis in your hands, try to get the uh, Copper Fit gloves. CVS. They work like a dream. My hands felt like they were giving birth. They felt like they were trying to give birth. That's how much they hurt. And then my really? dad got me these, and they feel amazing. So that's me. So that's basically my week. Has basically been. <laughs> Lady's got birthing wrists. I'm dumbfounded yeah. trying to imagine that. Feel. Like you painted such a profound word picture that I I don't have a reaction other than to try to picture it, to try to put myself in the position of having hands that are that are birthing. So yeah. 
the best way I can describe it, because I've had this feeling in my ankles too, like in the middle of the night, I've been wake, I woke up with it. Mm-hmm. So you see those movies where it's like a werewolf movie and mm-hmm. the person's like changing into a werewolf and it's so painful because like all their bones are cracking and all that sort of stuff. So that's kind of like, I don't think it's that intense because I'm not changing into a werewolf, but it's enough that's going on where it feels like that's happening and everything's separating and it's so, but these... Wow, 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 wow. Because I just, I just wander through, just just reckless abandon, going through my world, uh, not even aware of my fingers. They're just zipping around, just floating, like flying a kite, doing what they will, and just living the, in the lap of luxury, a life of leisure. And meanwhile, there's people out here that are feeling pain in their fingers, and I had no idea. But looking damn cool while feeling it, though, yo. Like, look at this. I can still do the east side gang symbol. You might be feeling it, but when it comes to those gloves, I'm feeling it. I think Macaulay yeah. Culkin had a pair of those in the black or white video, <laughs> Michael Jackson video. <laughs> Remember where he lip syncs and he does like a little little rap yeah. and he's like, I ain't going to spend my life being a color. <laughs> that's a good point, yeah. Yeah, so that's it. There's really not much going on. Just uh, still fucking... Oh, I've been finding every excuse to lay on my couch nice new couch. couch who does new couch who this waited two and a half months for it mm, wow and now it's here i know yeah. i already said this about the the carpet in here but that is another color you wouldn't want to spill any liquids on no but so what are you gonna not eat on it oh i eat on it i don't have a kitchen table i eat on it yeah so... but i got that big like this thing this kind of acts like my like tablecloth my everything this is like my uh whoopee See, I'm not close to a place where I could afford to buy, like, new furniture or carpet or anything or have a place that I own. But if I did, I imagine that I would want to get things that were the color that I thought I was going to stain them eventually, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. So I would certainly want a a coffee-colored couch and a uh, (laughs) Burns-colored carpet. So here's what I want to tell you guys, and you're gonna think I'm stupid. I you won't. No, you're nice I'll guys. T- uh, you won't think I'm stupid. I'll tell you. Exactly we won't tell what them. I think Yeah, about okay. You. I know you will. And I hope the answer's stupid, but I'll reserve judgment until the end of the story. Da-doy. So this is the wrong color couch. I actually oh. ordered a brown couch. Really? Oh. But because it took two, and I watched them as they like took it out of the wrapping outside. Mm-hmm. I'm like fudge that's oatmeal that's not brown <laughs> but i was like you know Eddie what brown. i waited two and a half months for it i'll yep. take it this is more like grits than we oatmeal. like it we're pretty happy with the results this is the kind of couch that i hope one day Rice that pudding. i i become married i have a family and then i have a tragic divorce and i need a place to stay and who do i think of but michelle's couch whoop, whoop. yep for future divorces. I've got so many places for future divorcees to stay. Maybe that's my calling in life, Matt. Maybe my calling is to be like the Boys and Girls Club for like divorcees. You're like, yeah, the Underground Railroad for uh, divorce uh, middle-aged privileged men. What should you put on the television <laughs> for for middle-aged divorcees to cheer them up? Ooh, yeah, well, oh, yeah. That's a watch? hard thing. What's their show? Say MTV Raps? Does it matter? Does it, I guess it depend on the gender or can you? Yo, MTV Raps. I All I can... <laughs> I make them say what karaoke. I'm not. A, right. I'm not. Really, Come on, son. I, I'm not really a. Div, I'm not a depressed divorcee, unfortunately, because like you know, when you make good choices, you make good choices. Boom. Hashtag hello. But like, I just I, what I'm doing now is I'm exploring and I'm finding new shows for myself to like. Like I watched Queen's Gambit. 
Love Ooh. that show. I would watch it again. I haven't seen it, but I've heard <gasps> good things. I've heard really good things. It's just amazing. Queen's Gambit. Check that sh- out. I'm... Did they ever do a? Did they ever cat? Uh, cat? What's that thing? Castle? Where they switch the castle and the the king, that move where you get to put move your uh, your rook over and then you put the the king over there and then you have a little safe spot for your um your king and then you, maybe you put your pawn forward one to. So then only one of the bishops has a line of attack. Do they ever do that chess move? That is called the alley-oop. Uh-huh. I'm going to say yes. The Statue of Liberty of play. Knowledge. I'm going to say all the plays that I know. Ooh. <laughs> that was it. But I will say yes. I bet you they do that because she does all sorts of terrific chess moves. Knuckle puck. Oh, do you remember this time when the computer says at the end of the movie, how about a nice game of chess? What movie is that from? Is that from Daryl? Mm-mm. Well, war I mean, games that's right okay <laughs> i don't know why i get daryl and war games confused all the time i feel like they came out close enough to each other did you see daryl i never saw daryl is it anything like nell no it's definitely not anything like nell nell's with jodie foster right yeah oh is anything like the accused nothing like the accused man oh not God. anything nothing like the accused i couldn't even watch the accused talk I know... about the tilt function on an arcade game I, oh I, I, yeah after okay. that i had i couldn't watch it after that scene I call left. me old-fashioned but you should always you should always acquire consent first that's me that's just me yeah. but you know well, you got a good head on your shoulders mm-hmm. you're right that's our official policy yeah it's me the but dirty I, stay outs I'm, yeah. a, I'm metrosexual like that all right or you're just a classy guy, man. Thank you. You're welcome. Somebody's a classy guy. Oh, oh no! no! That's yeah, 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 get out of here, Dirty yeah, Mike. Dirty Mike, you already. Come on, baby, get on top of this palm game. Yeah, 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 dirty. Dirty Mike. He's acquiring <laughs> new uh, affectations all the time. I know. Okay. <laughs> Come on, waka waka waka, get on to pack Miss Pac-Man game, <laughs> <laughs> baby. Waka 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 waka. <laughs> I'm going to eat you to your ghost. That's all I'm saying. More. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to tell you uh, uh, thing by thing whether you're getting more of my approval or less. More. That one. Sorry. That one. Come on. Walk I did and walk. It. I did it. Oh. Dirty back. Dirty back. I'll be back in two and two. Chuck water. There you go. <laughs> hey, guys. What? What did I miss? This my throat what, hurts again. This is what the sponsors want. We can't kick them off. No. We've gotten a lot of letters. People are like, we've had it up to here. Phone calls with Dirty Mike. We can't. People. So phone calls. It's the suits. Our corporate suit overlords. They they love Dirty Mike. He's their Listen. drinking buddy. Yeah. We're the program directors. We'd love to get rid of this guy's a hassle. He's a nuisance. But he has Frankly, tenure. Yeah. But yeah. The, the fucking kids love him. They do love him. We can't. He sells. Him. Dirty Mike sells. He gets his, his methods may be unorthodox, but God damn, does he get results. He's very resolved. Uh, Loose cannon. We hate the results, but... Uh. He'll be back, though. I know he'll be back. Just comes in whenever he feels like it. We have a I'll sign on the outside that says, Recording, knock first. Do you think he mm-hmm. knocks first? He doesn't give a fuck. Dirty He's Mike a... doesn't give a fuck. He comes in with food. We're like, please, people, don't bring food or beverages into the studio. He brings food and beverages mm-hmm. and prostitutes. And mm-hmm. dip. Especially prostitutes. So much dip. Lots of prostitutes. And it's not like you can use it. You can't be like, oh, Dirty Mike left all this dip. You dare put a chip in it? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. This guy <laughs> this guy fucks all the dip. <laughs> not, and not just the dip he brings with him either. If you have dip in your, oh my God, our refrigerator here has been violated eight ways from Sunday. 
Mm-hmm. We can't keep anything in here. My wife's pot roast, mm-hmm. uh, a, a frozen turkey. Mm-hmm. How, how, ah, that frozen turkey is his new best girl. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Dirty Mike. Just get so mad. Well, I know one thing that Dirty Mike doesn't like. What's that, my friend? Weather with Chopper Ryan! Oh. Weather with Chopper Ryan! Day three, and I've completely abandoned the weather in search of su- searching for gas balloons. Gas balloons over the swamps of Maritoma. Oh, no. I didn't know he was still stranded. We should have sent some. We probably should. At least blown a whistle. Yeah. I was I was saved. But by that point, I had, I acquired Florence Nightingale syndrome with the wilderness, and I, I'm like a, a a boy that was raised by wolves. I can't be, among society anymore. So from now on, my updates will be from out in nature. I'm one of the wolves, one of the frogs. I'm running with a pack of wild turkeys. Turkeys don't give a fuck. Wow. So now I'm observing you, i.e., humans from the outside. Do you people know what you look like to us? I eat animals. Cause I don't know if you, I mentioned I've just joined the animal kingdom. Michelle, he's gone feral on us. He's totally gone feral. <laughs> the aforementioned Nell. We had no idea how. It's my call. Uh, uh, it, yeah. it was. That was a big clue right there. The he's Nell like thing. Jane Goodall over here. He's, he's freaking counting gorillas. What should we do about this? What Ted we, Kaczynski. He's, he's about to bomb the fucking uh, place that is now uh, down. I see humans traveling in their big metal elephants here and there on their roads made of greed and wanderlust. And I say, hey, all you you don't need that internet. All you need is this tree. You don't you don't have to oh, have yeah. a job. All you need is look at this puddle. It's full of all the jobs you need. I'm gonna pick up some pebbles <laughs> out of this puddle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he has a whole new perspective on Western civilization ever since he joined the animal kingdom. I know he's like he's recreating himself. Like I don't even know if we should even bother rescuing him. Michelle, I don't like... know. Right, that's what I was thinking. Like I don't know. I'm torn between like, do we try to rescue this guy, or is he already saved? You know, is he? Uh-huh. Are we the ones in need of rescue? I think that's some introspection right there, Matthew. Thank you. I think we're the ones that need to look. So I think we just need to leave, you know, chop Orion where he is because I think that he's, he's found himself. Like maybe I wouldn't mind giving you some introspection if you know what I mean. Dirty yum, Mike. Yum, yum, we yum, are up yum, to our ears yum, with characters yum. here in the fungalo. <laughs> I know this is a busy night tonight. We got Dirty Mike. Who knows who else is gonna pop in? I think by the end of the podcast we might be above the limit that we can have people. In a in a gathering together. <laughs> Dirty Mike Charlie Baker's oh. got that warning. That right? was actually me saying the uh, intro. I'm also I'm just I'm that that's just Matthew. I'm also just uh, perverted. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Why would you do that? Sorry about that. I'm sorry you had to find out this way. So there's no actual Dirty Mike. Oh, all the other guys were Dirty Mike, but that last quip was Matthew. Oh, okay. doing oh, an impression right. of Dirty Mike. <laughs> oh, I just, no, no, I think he's Matt not gonna just... like that. I was just sharing my feelings. That's all. He was in the key of man. Chopper Ryan, though. Yeah, it's the it's it's the damnedest <laughs> thing. Have you seen his Instagram? It's crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <What's it>? <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he says he's all about not using the technology, but he keeps the the idea. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he really has a nice, he's got a nice pouty, like, uh, pucker face he does. <laughs> I know. It makes me want to fucking kiss him and stuff. That's that's just what a giraffe said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Dear God. Well, it's that time of the day. Oh, you're right. Where? Wait, what time? It's that time where Matthew is going to help wah, wah. Pico our topic. Pico Woo! our topic. Yeah. Pico your topic. Reach into the deepest old caverns of Mr. Vader's. It's a great place to reach. Dorothy. I'm trying to loosen up some of the uh, corner pieces. Mm. Those new gloves kind of, you kind of look like a Sith Lord in the best uh, I was thinking way. when you first cool. were displaying them that it would look, you would look really good as like, uh, like the phantom of an opera, like in front of a big window, like, uh, you know, sort of, uh, what do you call this? Like wringing your hands, you yep. know? <laughs> like, do you remember in, in The Crow where he's got that big circular window that he like hangs out in yep, front of? Yep, yep, that, That's what I picture. Oh, wow. I've got that kind of lurky You're sort of. You're menacing, yeah. And You're I've always plotting. This, yeah, and I've got this glass door, mm-hmm. and the people who eat outside of Bird Euphoria are my prey. Like, I can just be like, look like I'm menacing and plotting against them, even though the best thing I would plot against them is to take their food if they got up. No, they, I wouldn't they do would that be now, a though, perfect in the uh, group in the of, of people to, to just prank. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to prank people, and then you could catch it from here. Yeah. Or we could we could install a closed circuit television set outside cl- uh, aimed at them and then watch <laughs> from in here. Tell me what you guys think about water balloons in the summertime. <laughs> Maybe not hitting them. What's in them? Like just hitting the trees. What's in them? Chlorine. No, just kidding. <laughs> just, uh, just kidding. My eyes. <laughs> Youchers. This doesn't taste quite the same. I got something in my mouth. <laughs> What a what a Northampton folk really hate. What could the Northampton folk really hate? Um, I don't know. Having a good time. They seem like a very depressed folk. They seem like <laughs> well, we have a very specific identity of who we are, but we're very very depressed. I think that there's something there. They're very serious people. They're hardworking people. Very serious people. Um, but salt of the earth. I feel like, yeah. Do we live in two different Northampton, Massachusetts? (laughs) I think there's a, because there's, there's like the middle age, like whole food shopper, Mm -hmm. very, you know, pretend like pretentious, but only as much as like their means can like afford them to be pretentious. Right. And that's funny. And there's just, they're very, yeah, they're specific. You know, they always listen to like Kari and Jerry's jazz safari, but they don't go much like they love, they say they like jazz music, but they don't go further than Dave Brubeck and like Miles Davis. Um, um, That's very specific. (laughs) It is. (laughs) They're no strange. I mean, obviously, I I don't even know if Kale is, I mean, Kale was like the thing of like, oh, you guys, it's like, that was always, I think the thing of like, yeah, you guys love your Kale. Like that was, that was like the new way of like saying that like a group of people were, um, uh, wow, I had, (laughs) you know what I had? I'll tell you what happened there. I was, I was, (laughs) I thought I was going to make a point. And then in the middle of that, I realized um, this point, it doesn't it doesn't ring true to me. So then I was going to sneakily try to sneak in another point. Okay. And it never showed up. 
So then that's what you saw. That's what you saw before your very um, for your eyes. So I'm going to Ryan, I'm going to need you to edit in a very salient <laughs> point at the end of oh, the, the mumbo jumbo. You guys, I don't know if you know this, but I have selected uh, Pico, your topic. Would you care to listen? Yeah, but first I want to say something. Go I thought it. I I thought explaining things to the T was my pension. Like, <laughs> I get that. This him now, like. I'm like, I found my people. A little roll switching, a little Freaky yeah. Friday action. Oh, yeah. You like to explain, too. It's not just me. I like a little role play. What can I say? Oh, dirty <laughs> Mike. We all know you do. I'll be back too, too, Chuck Woolery. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, what's your... You say Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery, two and two. <laughs> I like that. Okay, you guys. This is a peak of your topic, and it's called, What's a Casserole? <gasps> oh, I've been waiting for this! Oh! Uh, are we supposed to guess? Or I feel like you know. Is, you, that, is there a specific... See, yeah. I don't want to start with me, because, yeah, I know. Yeah, like, you, so... I'm like... I'm who like, knows the least? That's who we should start with. Let's start with, yeah, and then work around, because, like, right now, you, I'm all okay. buzzing. I'm buzzing. One to ten... What is a casserole? Where do you feel like your knowledge base is? I think I'm at about. I don't think I'm very. No, I think I'm like at a, like a three or four. I don't really have a like. It's one of those things. Yeah, casserole is kind of like um. Um. What's that, what's that uh, uh uh what's that thing that they they couldn't like? I'll know like what's por- what's pornography. I'll, I don't I don't don't know how to describe it, but I know it when I see it. I feel like even <laughs> I almost feel like you made this exact point at a different time <laughs> because I, I started to say that, and then I like the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. Like you were literally robbing somebody's point that just made it to you a few weeks ago. It might not have been on recording though. I would rather have the uh, point made on recording than oh than get credit. For I it. know for a fact that Ryan said this either about casseroles or about something else but um <laughs> sounds like you're about where i am in yeah my knowledge of like if i see if i see something i'll be like oh that's probably a casserole okay I, I there's a couple things i think about casseroles one is that you can have breadcrumbs on top right? that makes a lot of sense yeah a little yeah a little breadcrumbs on top. topping okay yeah. two okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh i think there's noodles I also think there's noodles, my friend. That's what we both say. Yeah, and breadcrumbs, do you need to have breadcrumbs on top? Or is it the fact, but so do all casseroles don't need breadcrumbs, but if there is breadcrumbs on top, you're a casserole. <laughs> where do the breadcrumbs, where do they land? Or is it just that there's like, a, like statistically, there's more likelihood to find breadcrumbs on a casserole than any other food dish. So I know that there's such thing as like a hamburger casserole, oh, and I yeah. know that there's a green bean casserole, of course. too. And I'm picturing the green bean casserole that I, in my mind, it's it's green beans and, like, potatoes, maybe? Green beans and... It is kind of some, maybe like a mushed up gravy. Oh, there's a... You know what's on a goddamn... In lieu of breadcrumbs, I feel like they'll put a toasted almond on that son of a gun. Am I crazy? Mm-hmm. Michelle, Michelle, oh, Michelle's confirming with a nice. <laughs> we are crazy. Okay, by the I feel like a casserole. I feel like a lot of what a casserole is is how the plate it's served in comes like in a baking a dish. Yeah, like a bit. Ba- yeah, ba- oh, maybe a baking dish. Right. Oh yeah, that's true. But it's like an oval. It, there has to be some kind of an oval thing about it. Oh, maybe not. I okay. think. I think about it square. Yeah, you might be thinking about it square, my friend, because you know what I was thinking about? Like you order a casserole from a restaurant, they bring it in that little boat thing. 
Am I barking up? I, I feel I'm like casserole up. is a homemade. I can't remember ever. Is that, I, I don't mean. I don't mean to cut you off no, there, you but I cannot right. remember ever seeing casserole be in a restaurant. I think it's the kind of thing that uh, your your aunt makes. And you're like, does anybody else? What did you bring? And she's like, I brought the green bean casserole. None of my aunts sound like that. You know that, what I think? I think the only restaurant that would serve a casserole would probably be Cracker Barrel. I think they would have. They yeah, would be the ones that would have a casserole. A, probably a green bean back. casserole. Yep. So this is where I want to interject. Okay, Michelle. Because you were right. You were, were right about the restaurant giving you your own look because there's such thing as seafood casseroles. Seafood. So some places will have seafood casseroles. Okay. Uh, which is, what did you think, like a medley of seafood baked together probably with a cream sauce mm-hmm. and then having that little topping. So you probably were right. You probably okay. had your own little... A little boat, like, yeah. Because, I mean, thing. places will do chicken pot pies, which I think it's a fancier... I and mean, it's not a casserole, but it's casserole in a pie. That's what I think about chicken pot pie. Okay. It's a, so you'll get your own yeah, little pot pie just to keep the constitution of the crust and everything when you mm-hmm. go to the restaurant. Right. Of course. So I think that for the most part, if... Like restaurants, it depends on what restaurant you go to. Like more family style owned restaurants, they'll have casseroles. I feel. Okay. But usually when I see that, it's like they're gonna make a casserole that's worth somebody buying, like a seafood casserole. Cracker Barrel has a hash brown casserole, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. That seems about right. We should have we should have a Cracker Barrel night. Do they? Can you door dash us some casseroles? Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go run and I'll. Drive and pick it up and bring I, it back. I here. think there's one in Holyoke could be the closest one. Probably. Oh yeah, it's the one I was thinking of, my friend. They ha- they have this oh, lovely God, little game that you can play on the table. It's with these little uh, colored uh, pokey things. You put them in the different hole. It's like a puzzle. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the you jump mm-hmm. them and then you. I don't like that game. Sorry. And you can always buy an ornament at Cracker Barrel. Yeah, they have that nice little gift shop. That's right. Dolly Parton is partnering. <laughs> I did not wait, mean that, but wait. Yeah, yeah. wait. She's partnering, partnering, you, you Dolly partner, partnering with what? Cracker Barrel. What? She's partnering, part, partnering with Cracker Barrel. But that now that I say this, I remember what it is for. So I feel like I shouldn't have brought it up because I can't complete the statement. Is it for, ca- <laughs> is it for casserole? It's not for casserole. It's like a it's is a toy it, drive for the holidays. Oh. Why can't you bring it up? Because we, we don't want to. We don't want to encourage toy drives. It's because we don't. Because because you don't you don't well, support some, unless we're getting unless we're getting a little payola about yeah. it. We're not gonna we're don't. not gonna pump, we're not gonna promote your Cracker Barrel has Dolly Parton gift packs. Pack it up. Yeah. So they're coming up with a special uh, Dolly Parton gift pack. So that's what you can expect in your Dolly Parton gift pack. There's a little fried chicken, a little honey, mm-hmm. like all the things. See, now I'm getting commercials. A little fried chicken, a little honey. The internet. A little fried instant. chicken, a little honey, a little bit. Um. But I want to address a couple of quick things, too, since I got the mic. Since I got the mic about the casseroles. Oh, you got the mic all right. You don't necessarily always have to. Thank you, Dirty Mike. Yep. You don't necessarily <laughs> always have to have breadcrumbs on top of it because okay. with your so your green bean casserole right classically made of cream of mushroom soup no potatoes i can oh, tell you there's no potatoes right 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 right, right. cream okay. of mushroom soup i knew it was viscous right yep very viscous but i don't ever use cream soup when i make casseroles i make my own cream sauce because it's less sodium and you can flavor it and control salt you can make it taste however you want so okay. i never use cream soup you can make your own base but a casserole traditionally has a little bit of a creamy base so that way you basically just throw anything together Bake it together, and that's a casserole. That's oh, kind of okay. the way I see it. <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, that's that's 
So anything. So if if everything's a casserole, then nothing's a casserole. Is that <laughs> is that what we came up with? No, that's a little too existential, Matt. Okay, sorry. Does it have, does it have crust? Because I, I was picturing oh, some crust. There does is crust. crust. So any way you then slice it, pie, there's going to no? be a crust. Well, I made a, uh, a shredded it? potato, broccoli, and beef casserole, which uh-huh. was basically just ground beef with the shredded potatoes you get in the pack and then broccoli. So, so is it different than a pie? Huh. Is a casserole just a savory pie? Well, I think What about a shepherd's pie? Is that a pie? That's a more chicken, of a casserole. A chicken pot pie is a savory pie. Okay. So meat pies are savory pies. Casserole is not a pie. What about lasagna? Is that a casserole? Michelle, if, if say you say meat casserole. pie two more times, it summons Dirty Mike. Meat pie. Meat pie. <laughs> no! Welly, welly, welly. <laughs> no! What have we found here? Dirty, Dirty Mike, what do you think about casseroles? What, what in your mind? I wouldn't mind taking a nice casserole in the A with you, baby. Let me get these little nibblers on those little airy old fun bags. <laughs> Talk about Dolly Parton. <laughs> oh, baby. See, if I'll I... give her a motorboat and I fucking capsized to see <laughs> my friend. That's <laughs> just since the Titanic has been such a boating accident. I'm not talking about no motorboat out. <laughs> oh, I'll be back in two or two. Chuck over here. And there we have Dirty Mike. If I was writing for Dirty Mike, I would have gone with, like, I'd like to lick your casserole, right? Because it sounds like asshole. Oh. Uh, Cle- I'm going to uh, put that in my resume. Dirty Mike, not the most clever folk. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's important to show up for the writer's room, Dirty Mike. <laughs> Use the staff. Dirty Mike is so goddamn stubborn about using the staff writers. Come on, Dirty Mike. You don't have to tuck it alone. He came up during a different time where you're expected to do it all yourself and all whilst on cocaine. All meal one, Dirty Mike. So do you think you have a pretty good grasp of casseroles? I have a few, I have a few dozen more questions that are going to uh, span the next few podcasts. So this is going to be a very casserole specific podcast for a while. No, I'm also personally I'm all set with casserole. Who used to call people a casserole? Like Ooh. you casserole? Like a, this, this seems like a thing you might know. <laughs> um, I don't know it. I, I but it does seem like a thing I might know. Casserole. Yeah. But I just happen to not know it. Casserole. Something something from the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite yeah, casserole. It's, it's a pretty good insult though. Especially like if you're really mad. I mean if you say it all silly, obviously it doesn't sound menacing, mm-hmm. but get out of that car right now, you fucking casserole. Damn. <laughs> I just googled I just googled uh you casserole and nothing came up. In How could we haven't had Eleanor over to the house anymore? Oh, you know, she's dating a casserole. <laughs> the day one of them yeah you think it's like code word like she's dating one of them casseroles well it's, it uh, seems like casserole is like the knows. least ethnic food that i so maybe i would be surprised if somebody was trying to sort of hint at that like i should infer that it's a ethnic group they'd be like you know that restaurant's run by casseroles mm. but then i would picture enchanted casseroles like fantasia 
I'd be like, oh my Ooh, God. Ooh, like I, dancing casseroles? And then if you're a casserole that's been brought to life and then your job is to work in a restaurant where you would have to prepare other food to be eaten, you would start to wonder, is this my life? Am I, am I betraying my kind by basically working in a slaughterhouse except I'm a skinless cow? Oh, no, you lost me. <laughs> oh uh, uh, the possibilities are endless totally endless casserole my throat's hurting i need casserole. a casserole all right folks talk to me what's the latest this is where it gets good oh this oh, is where it gets good this is the sweet spot this i was hoping it was spot. gonna get good i mean it's oh, <laughs> me and my stupid words it's been great <laughs> you guys it's been great especially with dirty mike popping in every once in a while it's been great it's been oh great. that's I what should... that's what dirty mike said uh-huh. <laughs> oh. oh no so what i should have said was we're gonna kick it up a notch even further bam 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 <laughs> uh, i was just thinking of emerald <laughs> boom how about a little bit of performance yeah a little performo a little performance, performance. yeah dude i gotta express myself and uh, very artistic kind of way. So, just saying, Matt has not expressed himself enough this evening. No. artistically or otherwise. He's been a little quiet lamb. Yeah. Okay, so I'm reaching into the mug, and we have a little something called. Let's see if I can read this. Okay, you guys, this is a cra- a real crowd favorite. You guys, the impression that I get, my <gasps> friends. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well. I got mine in my back pocket. If I had to knock on wood. I'm glad I have it. Yeah. Same impression. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Waits, a little Tom Waits bringing us in. <laughs> it's the impression that I get. Who is the rogue? I have a horrible Waits joke. Okay. <laughs> the impression that I get. Okay. How does this? How is this game played? So this is what's going to happen. Please let me know. We're each going to take on an impression. Each one to each one. Each one to each one. Exactly. And then we're going to guess the impression. Pretty simple. And some of you folks out there might be getting those answers before we do. But uh, just hang on to your hats because if Beautiful. you're good at anything, I love this. impressions. Who's up first, my friend? Well, since you love this, Ooh. you'll be up first. Okay. Hot we're seat. Go around this way. You're in the hot seat. Oh, I work. <laughs> you look, I work on the hair a long time and he hits it. I said, I work on the hair a long time. He, he, and he hits it. Oh, I'm here on the Verrazano Bridge. You never call me. Oh, don't hit my hair. I work on a long time. <laughs> okay, any guesses? <laughs> are, you, are you John Travolta from Saturday Night Fever? Uh-huh. Cool. <laughs> and I, but I was like, I think this is like a Hugh Grant movie because like you were kind of in a British.
Rabbit called me Tony. <laughs> just a little, just a little context. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. So who who won that round? How do you? We're not done yet. Hooray. We're, we're just getting warmed well, up. I'm just getting warmed up. Yeah. <laughs> Who's next? Who's is, next? Is, am I next? You go. You go, boy. I was prepared. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> he's, got, he's conjuring a, a face. I don't got one. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna sing one. He's got one. He's singing. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta sing impression. Sing impression. <clears throat> now I can't th- stop thinking of an impression that I get though. I'm gonna edit this part. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. <laughs> well, the moon is broken and the sky is cracked. Come on up to the house. That's how it's. The only thing that you can see is all that you lack. Come on up to the house. I love that song. <laughs> Yay. Tom Waits. Yep. Thomas Yay. Waits. Beautiful. I love that song. All right. Ugh. All right, Michelle is... I always feel like I'm stepping up on a stage whenever I ever perform here. I feel kind of special until I launch into my performance. Don't look at me. All right. You once held a certain fascination when I thought you were pretty. But now you're like one of my dad's Egyptian horses. Rode hard and put away wet. (laughs) You should know, too. Shouldn't I? Specifically, Ryan. She was looking at Ryan. Who is Egyptian horse? She had no, she had no faith too. in Matthew. Yeah. You might know too. Stop. She knows that Matthew's the novice when it comes to fat, to knowing things. You jump from this, and then you jump over there, jumping to conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ryan should know this, and let's see. Does he know it? No. Oh, we're going to need a little more, my friend. No, I probably do, though, if you said. <laughs> Ryan probably knows this one. Okay. I'm blank blank. Oh, you're not going to know it. Who am I kidding? Neither of you. Okay, honestly, if Uh-oh. I'm being honest, neither of you going to know this because I have so badly wanted to do that impression on this show. Okay. It's Chuck Bass from Gossip Girl. Uh-huh. Oh. He's saying it to Blair because Blair ended up sleeping with both him and his best friend. So he'd been chasing her for a while, and that's what he gave her when she's finally like, well, you won. The other guy broke up with me. He's like, no. No. Blair. Linda Blair? The power yeah. of Christ compels me. Yes. I watched I watched all of Gossip Girl, and during it, I was like, "What am I doing? What is it about?" Because there's nobody that's likable, and I and I wonder what am I doing? But I but I, I keep going. I'm stuck. In, I'm actually stuck in a show right now that it's almost over, and I started watching it. And well, let me tell you the show, Shit's Creek. I here's love here. that show. Well, here's my thing. It's simultaneously. Great. Catherine O'Hara, forget about it. Eugene Levy, say less. Chris Elliott, yes, please. But it's, I've been watching it and I'm just, the characters besides those three are so obnoxious and I find them to be two dimensional. And I've, I was in the middle of loving the show and somewhere I took such a hard turn and now I hate it. But I still love. I still love the things I love about it, 
but I actively, and I didn't even see it. It didn't even dawn on me. I'm like, I'm not enjoying myself and I'm furious. And I, that I didn't realize like, Oh my God, I just started hating this show and I don't oh. know when it happened. I don't know when it happened. Cause these guys are, some of these guys are objectively the best of the freaking best. Drove to the levee and the levee was dry. <laughs> Wait a minute. You had that you had that cocked and ready to go for like probably two for like a minute. Tell me the Yeah, truth. like a minute. You know what I should have done? Like, I can tell you. You're like, shut up, Matthew. I gotta I gotta quit. I should do my I don't book. know that much about, about shit's Cur- I started it, I've seen the first couple episodes. I was like, Oh, this is pretty good and then I got distracted as yep, we often yep. do in this modern world of ours. Yeah, modern. I do a good Moira Rose. I do a real. Oh, she is great. I mean, it's. Alexis. Is that an actress? Oh, that is actually really good. Oh, we're moving on. Alexis. That's. That's the character that Catherine O'Hara plays. And I can say other things, too, if I have something a little more prepared. And I did. I actually did get goosebumps during the the cabaret uh, finale episode. Um, oh, yeah, because was... that was and even like, yeah, the characters, it's a weird, sh- I'm, I'm mixed about this show because I'm actively hating it and actively loving it all at once. Just like my ex-wife. Am I right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's... <laughs> she sounds like a real battle ex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the old ball and chain. <laughs> yep. 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 Wow. I know I'm not gonna believe that one right away because I am gullible and I don't know if you have one. Oh, wouldn't that be weird if I just kept like under my hat? I had an ex-wife in my history. If I had an ex-wife, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure if I would have a lot of jokes about it or if I would be completely silent. I mean, what if it wasn't funny? <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we all have uh, right, right, right. relationships, I'm sure, in our past that are so ridiculous and fucked up that we're like. Why even mention it? Because it gets sad so quick. Because first you're like, oh, it was the craziest thing. She was, uh, you know, dancing on top of the table. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, she's uh, stolen three people's wallets. She's overdosed <laughs> on fentanyl. She's thrown uh, up and had diarrhea all over the place. I thought God. she was going to die. <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, you know? <laughs> Just... <laughs> Yeah, I, yes. mean, I, I don't want to. I don't know what your ex-wife is like. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had an. That would be great. To, I wish I had like an ex-wife for, to make like some ex-wife references, but I, I don't have that. But I, I recognize. I definitely recognize that whenever I go through like I have a terrible experience, then in my head I'm thinking like a silver lining of like, well, maybe this will make a good stand-up comedy bit, but it it inevitably doesn't because there's so much pressure to make a silver lining out of this situation yep. that people are like, fuck you. <laughs> we know you're trying to work some uh, emotional mental gymnastics out in front of us. And we're not going to be party to this. My friend, yeah. I guess it works out sometimes like maybe with Tig Notaro and her. Uh, have you ever, cancer, have but... you ever tried to uh, tried to work something out because it, it made you angry or sad or emotional. And you're like, Oh, I, I'm going to work this out on stage. I'm going to make it into a funny joke. And you mm-hmm. go out and you do it. And then like one of your first, comments by a by a fellow comedian or an audience member is uh hey i felt really bad for you <laughs> and you're like i thought i was taking my pain and being funny yep. but what i was doing was just sowing more misery for the people that wanted to come out and laugh <laughs> you act yeah you're accidentally like confining in people because <laughs> now they're implicit because yeah you do any like you know you do you joke about suicide which is hilarious but now all of a sudden everybody's like culpable and they feel like oh well i have some responsibility to make sure and it's the problem is people 
the problem with suicide is people actually commit suicide because mm-hmm. the theory mm-hmm. of suicide is fucking great. It's like, thank God there's the option of suicide. Am I mm-hmm. wrong? Nope. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's great. It's just like, th- oh my, I'd feel so claustrophobic if I couldn't just kill myself at any time. Is this, is this got tangential quick? How do we get here? <laughs> it got really tangential and I'm just staying quiet because I'm like, what? That's why, that's, let him work it that's out. the perils of making up a fictitious ex-wife. <laughs> I guess so. It always ends in suicide. Mm-hmm. I had this bit that I was working on for so long that I was, but I, I did it for my friend in, at lunch, and she said it was really depressing because it was, I was trying to make a bit out of this time that I chased my brother around the kitchen table with a, a chef's knife. <laughs> I was nine. I didn't and, know what you were going for there. You're like, you know, I. I was nine. Yeah, he was seven. I was nine, and he was seven, and we had the laziest babysitter. The, mm-hmm. She only got off the couch to bring us to buy candy, and she bought us, like, it was like 7.30 in the morning. We walked a mile up the street to go to the gas station to buy oodles of candy, and we oodles, were nice. eating candy from, like, 8 in the morning until whenever. Mm-hmm. The result was two kids chasing each other around a cough, like the kitchen table. She's sitting on the couch not doing anything, like, <laughs> like doing that thing where mm-hmm. she's, like, trying to do the arm. Yep, yep. But then I finally break out. I get my brother cornered, and I break out mom's chef knife, and I, like, bring it closer and closer to his face, and then I go, boop, and I touch it to the tip of his nose, and he goes, ah! like, he starts freaking out, and then the babysitter is really, like, don't make me get out this thing, blah, 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 and I'm standing there with the knife, like, and she's like, put that fucking knife down. So I was trying to turn that into a funny bit, but my mm-hmm. friend Kate's like, I shouldn't my friend was like, eh, that's actually kind of depressing that out. for some of us okay. who actually might have dealt <laughs> Not with that one, though. No. But, yeah. So it was a little more depressing than pe- people could handle. But I thought it was a good. I, but, I, it, but that's the thing. You want to turn the sad into the happy. And you want to, like, because it's an amazing thing when you can do that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I got tangential, too. I was on top. I, that you're, It wasn't. It was. It, it was on topic for where I brought it. So you, you were chapter. You were dealing. Hey, you're dealing with the cards that I dealt you. I just didn't want to come across mm-hmm. as being too thirsty either. You gotta know when to hold them, know yep, when yep, to fold yep, them. Yep. Etc. 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 Let's cool this room down right now. Let's, let's cool this room down. Let's do a little it. top five. Let's cool yeah, this room down. Top five. top five. How about that? Top five. Are you ready? The Chris is that the Chris Rock movie? I'm so ready. No. You gotta find a impression that you can do that'll hurt your throat. Me? Yeah, and so that at the end they can join Tom Waits and Dirty Mike. <laughs> the podcaster has been. Drinking. I do voices too. <laughs> or just a nondescript. <laughs> It's funny, before I do an impression, I always make the face first, so I was just about to try and do Christopher Walken, and I went like that to myself. It's like, no. Do you have any pot pie I could bring home to my kitties? Oh. <laughs> That's not a great one. That was pretty I good. heard Sean Calhoun do a good one last time we were at- Jonathan, Ca- <gasps> Jonathan Calhoun? Jonathan oh. Calhoun. Think- not Callahan. Calhoun. Do you think he'll ever invite you back to the- um, 
Does he have a clever name for the patio? his house? Oh, He'll never invite me back. The patio? I'm not going to expect an invitation. Because of the thirstiness factor? Yeah. But you even stood up for me, though. You were like, see, and she was even too thirsty to want to bring it up to you. And you made her feel bad by calling her a Labrador retriever. Would he not what give you any uh I say any, a lot of things beverages? I don't remember saying. <laughs> no, that's terrific. <laughs> no, I, I was there. I was, I was, uh, that's called, that was honor. Sometimes you got to have some Klingon honor in this world. Appreciate yeah. that. Okay, top five, everybody. All right, I'm ready. Let's do this. I'm ready. That's a fun photo. Okay, top five ways to stop a home invader. Oh, oh this yeah. is good. I thought they were all going to be uh, <laughs> musically inclined. That's a good one. I never heard of this one. But this is, okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, go, you know, uh, we'll build a list. Why don't build. we build a As scenario? A Let's build it. Why don't we build a build a scenario? Yeah, paint we'll me a word a picture, Michelle. I want to paint you a word picture. I'll close my eyes and picture it. You and Ryan. Mm-hmm. You're hanging out at Ryan's house. Uh-huh. You know, you're in your pajamas because it's a sleepover. <laughs> okay. You're sitting on the couch watching whatever freaky movie Ryan wants you to watch. You know, something with people getting blood sipped out of their brains. And all of a sudden, you hear. Right. You hear the sound of a door crashing in, and you feel. The evening breeze fills the living room, and all of a sudden, you've got two motherfuckers in a hockey mask looking at you. Two motherfuckers, both with husky, hockey, respective hockey masks. One for each of you. One for each of you. What what are their heights and builds? Are they big guys? So one guy is stocky. He's about five foot two, Mm. stocky, Mm -hmm. but he looks like he could. He's the one who stalked me. And then the other guy is like tall, classic Laurel and Hardy. You got oh. your, guy, oh, you got yes. your tall, skinny so guy. Your what are their religious the beliefs? One? Do they look like Muslims? No, that's a very They have masks on. I don't know what they thing? practice. I'm not. That was a really early 2000s jab. Mm. <laughs> got him. Yeah. Hey, it's never too late to be Leave worried the about the early alone. 2000s. That's true. That's true. That was a Bush era. So how would you deal with this? How never, would you? Never forget. Came... Never forget your own bigotry. <laughs> Jesus. Am I wrong? Okay, so they have masks on. What kind of masks did you say they hockey have? Masks. Hockey masks. Hockey masks. But the point is, though, they're, they're charging you right now. They're coming masks. right at oh, yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. Coming right at you. How are you going to defend yourself? Oh, they're coming right at you. And Ryan and I, we both got our PJs. We're, we're standing up. You're vulnerable. Okay. I'm going to keep knives around. I got a knife. But, I, so, okay. The question here, I think, in a, in a short term, if you don't have a lot of time to prepare is are you going to go with a stab or a blunt instrument because are you going to trick him well are you you asking me it's it's me and it's my house so i don't have a gun because i don't have a gun right so in this (laughs) scenario yeah i only have what i have you're inhibited by the reality of you not owning several regular sized knives okay things that you would normally find in a kitchen uh i'm trying to think of what else i have that could be a weapon that's pretty much it uh i don't have Okay, and is this the reality? Like, are we talking about what we would do literally in that situation? Or, uh, but do we have, in that reality, do we have the perspective of what we discuss now? So is this something that will hmm. take place? So is this the reality? Is this podcast taking place in the reality of that where we'll be able to have discussed uh, before time what we are going to do in this specific situation? No. I have a You're question. Most- Your most like gut instinct. What would be your first gut instinct? Because some people might think of throwing something at them to divert them. Or all right, Ryan, would we be split on fight or flight in this situation? Uh, I. What do you think? My instinct would be flight. 
My instinct okay. is always flight in every situation. I feel like I would definitely be. Yeah, I, I don't see myself. And what? What do we? Did you? I'm sorry, but did they? Did, what kind of weapons did they have? Did you say? Oh, right, I, didn't even, I didn't even ask. Yeah, I was just afraid of. Oh, we're just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What if they have uh, guns? Then what am I gonna do? So one has a baseball bat. Oh, and the fuck. Other has a gun. Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, then Dude, that's, that's good night. We're you know? dead. Good night, nurse. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In cold blood, my friend. Can I edit this scenario a little bit? Because I think edit. in that scenario, we're dead. We are so, so dead. I'm gonna create just for the our for our own sakes. That one was great. But can we bring it back where yeah. we get a little bit of prep time and have like okay. a Kevin McAllister home yeah. alone? Okay. We know. Right. We know they're coming out. Okay. What, right. what way we'll are we going to? protect our and we still only have what we have you know what are we gonna do right. so i mean you got your uh and i'm gonna i'm gonna say uh not we can't no repeats from actual home alone so the mm-hmm. paint cans are out oh. and uh the the match boxes the all all the stuff is out you can't have any pigeon ladies or donald trump's or <laughs> well i think what i've learned from uh capers and things like this is you mm, need someone's got a cause oh, so oh i think the same thing yum. <laughs> they're so little they're like little they're like little <laughs> baby olives oh they're like a little round bullion cube <laughs> but, I dig- but i digress and someone's got to cause a diversion the way i see it someone's got to cause a diversion and i think nudity should be involved this is what I see myself. I see myself wandering up to the to the burglars and I say, "Hello, sir. Uh, um, hello. Could I please tr- trouble you for a glass of nice cold kitchen milk?" <laughs> where That's are they at this where are they <laughs> at this point? <laughs> They're at the front door. They're at the front door. All right, Michelle, you're the dungeon master. What do they say to my what do they say to this? They say, "Sit the Back down with the other guy. Okay. And then I retreat. So that didn't work. So we need a new Not that it matters in our defense, but what are they coming to do to us? Are they coming to kidnap us? Well, they were hoping to steal shit from you, and then they see you guys. Oh, it's a a robbery situation. Oh, Ryan, just give them the things. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you holding... Why are you going to be... Don't hold out on these rascals. Just give them the the valuables. I do... I See, if there's a situation where you can get them running fast enough, then you could maybe have like a like a piano tripwire so ooh, that they ooh. cut their own heads off. Oh, my God. And who's going to blame you for that? You know? Nobody. Not a You jury. mean a tri- uh, like a tripwire to their neck where they slurp yeah. their heads off? Yeah, yeah. Like, let's wow. say something... Um, so you would have to get a corridor situation where they could pick up some speed, and then you would have something that they would want to run from. So you would have to want... Uh, to have like a pet polar bear or a jaguar mm. or something that they would open the door and they'd be like, I'm still picturing Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern uh, <laughs> coming in, and they'd be like, hey, Marv, let's go. <laughs> I bet the jewelry's in this door. And then it'd right. be like, jaguar, jaguar, jaguar. And then they'd be like, oh, no. And then they're running away from the jaguar. Bam. Piano wire. Thump. Bump. That's, Perfect. That's that is scenario number five on the top five list. So we've got one down. Oh wow, this is gonna take a while. <laughs> no, we, we don't have to come up with a collective. That exact one was pretty five, elaborate. Okay, like, we can come up. Top with five a... is a little loose. Sometimes number yeah. number four. Sometimes brick them, brick them into a wall in the basement. Like uh, what's that that Edgar Allan Poe story? The the black cat, where where the guy gets bricked up. 
So oh. they're down there and they're looking for gold. And I, I say, please, please don't torture me, Daniel Stern. Please, I'll do just do any have your way with me. Just don't don't uh-huh. get don't get the gold in the basement. And he's gonna be like, have my way with you. What are you talking? I'll be like, Daniel, I'm serious, Daniel Stern. And then he'll go get for the gold in the basement. Then while he's down there, I I slam the door and I uh, pour. Uh, those two household cleaners that make uh, um, gas, yes, you know, yep. mustard gas. Right. And then when they're unconscious, I, I start bricking them up. In the, and then I just leave them there. Perfect. And they're dead. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's. <laughs> He's working. Okay. So we're, all right, we're making some, we're making some forward momentum. All I had. Yeah. All I was able to muster <laughs> is handing him a glass of cold uh, kitchen milk. <laughs> and I did, I did. It didn't work out so well. Somehow I think, yeah, nudity. But I like cause like if I just want I just like all right I'm naked I wander mm-hmm. up to them and I just start giving them a shoulder massage what mm-hmm. will they do next they get really scared they really can, like move away a little bit from you like okay so I got them on the retreat I got them on the so you defensive kind of, you're weirding them out a little bit you got them on the I think that's good I think that's good kind does, of does COVID exist in this reality I'm gonna take that out of the picture just okay. because fantasy world fantasy world well, exactly. any any anything goes does chlamydia, <laughs> does chlamydia exist in this situation it always does okay then I'm gonna I'm gonna lick clit can I lick chlamydia on their teeth do it yes I did I just did oh it. this just kid just it. licked my teeth yeah. yeah. also in this scenario we're inhabiting the body of uh, <laughs> ten year old Macaulay Culkin uh, this ah this fucking kid that's, <laughs> that's my joke yeah this fucking kid yeah yeah. That, that came across as Joe Pesci and not like a deaf person, right? Yes. It okay. Was. I didn't. There's, it's not a far. It's not a far jump. What about Joe Pesci with tinnitus? <laughs> <laughs> Where the wet backlash? Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Doy. Okay. Third. Third scenario. Uh, they're like, we got to tie this fucking kid up. And I'm like, all right, just don't use that rope. Ah, fuck you. I'll use whatever rope I want. Right. And then the joke's on them. That's the rope that makes me stronger. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and I, bra- I break out of the rope and I uh, Popeye style punch him. And then I say, you get out of here. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good. Imbibed with magic rope. I actually have a good idea. So let's say um, Ryan has a cuckoo clock. And then the cuckoo clock comes out, and then this is unlike any ordinary cuckoo clock, because this particular cuckoo clock spits chlamydia on their teeth. <laughs> Whoa! That's right. I'm in. You got chlamydia on your teeth, my friend. Yeah, man. I like that. How long does it take for the for chlamydia to really set in, though? Well, let me ask you this. You keep mentioning the chlamydia on the teeth. Is chlamydia. That, chlamydia. Is that a more direct chlamydia. way of infecting one with the chlamydia? Is to somehow apply it to their teeth? I just didn't think I would have access to their genitalia. That's smart. Thank you. What's available? You're welcome. Hey, it's a, it, I learned that from the Boy Scouts. That My uh, camp counselor used to always uh, lick my teeth and say that he was um, putting the chlamydia vaccine all over my teeth. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, That's what he said. I don't know. It, 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 it was a weird time. It was uh, the 90s, you know. <laughs> Well, I validate your uh, action Thank with you. the chlamydia spitting cuckoo bird. Takes one to three weeks for, for chlamydia <laughs> to start showing symptoms. Well, hey, hey. Well, you know what? Yeah, I'm in this for the long game. Hey, I may. I'm looking. Uh, this is more of an altruistic thing. I'm trying to like. It's it's for the it's for the future uh, burglar. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, recipients? No, victims. Yeah. There's that something I'm psychological about it, too. Mm-hmm. I like it. Like mental warfare, physical and mental warfare. Especially if the robbers recognize the taste of chlamydia. They're like, eh, fuck, Mav, he's got spit chlamydia in my fucking mouth. Mav, yeah! Mav. <laughs> <laughs> pretty creative you i i'm gonna hand it to you both you're very creative like these are awesome very creative what would you what would you do somebody somebody's what what if somebody's coming to the fungalo right now we have yep we have one hour and all of uh tarnation's things to what what are we gonna do how we i I assume they're gonna come up come up these stairs right so i have post-traumatic stress disorder ptsd for short i am ready i am always ready for a fight in Hypervigilance. I, I surprise myself because I always think I'm going to be a like a flight for the fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Something inside me, though, gets me like on fire and I'm just like, let's fucking do this. So I think I would look around my house first to see whatever I could to like just charge at them with. And I know that that I would I would probably unplug that router and throw it at their face first. OK. And then I would come at them with my television. I would probably hit them in the back of the head or I'd try to kill them with my television. Is this lamp attached to the table? Is that why it it wouldn't be a good... Well, I would try to impale them. I would try to take the lamp thing off and just impale them with the the pole that the lamp is on. Is that too much? Not impale, but maybe just at least knock them over. I could knock them over the railing. Yeah, nudge them over the railing. Mm -hmm. I'm ready, though. I'll get creative. I don't care. Like, I'll... uh, Choke him with something. If I yeah. find something like a rope, I'll choke him. I do have a fantasy of like a burglar coming to my house. And I've always slept with a baseball bat near the thing because my fantasy goes like this. <laughs> where I go and I am I just go up to the, the burglar. And like, you know, I'm wearing boxes. Maybe like I don't have a shirt on. I got some fucking bicep muscles or whatever. Yeah. Some sexy I got my music's going down bat. over this. <laughs> and then I, I use the baseball bat. To point to the door and say, get out of here. And I start swinging the bat and stuff like this. And I'm just getting ready to hit like a fucking slider or whatever the baseball bats are for. And then they just get freaked out. But most of them get freaked out. But this one guy, he's not freaked out. He comes to me. And then I just fucking, I just wallop him all over the head with my baseball bat. But what he didn't realize is I had just dipped this bat in a fresh vat of chlamydia. Oh, again. Bruised. Yeah, he's bruised in chlamydia. That's right, yeah. Soaked in chlamydia. What have I told you? Stay out of my chlamydia vat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. (laughs) Can't keep the fucking kids out of my chlamydia vat. And a pinch of sugar, and that's my trick. Well, I, go, I, th- I go over to your house and say, Mrs. Woodland, Matthew's been in my chlamydia vat again. She was like, well, you know, boys will be boys. <laughs> and how? <laughs> Did somebody say chlamydia vat? Oh. Yum. Well. A little bit of a chubby. Thank you. Chuck Woolery, two and two. Well, I think we're basically wrapping up this. I think that I think we. Yeah. I think we really. Was this an XL uh, episode of the Dirty Stance? <laughs> This is, yeah, Tipper Gore would be none too pleased with this one. Triple (laughs) XL. This episode's fat. P-H-A-T. Yeah. Yep. Got the goods in this episode. So what do you think, folks? I think it's time to say goodnight to all our beloved listeners. Yeah. And if you're coming here to rob the place and or kidnap us, you better fucking not be listening. Yeah, so then you'll know about our plans yeah, and you're sure to end up with the big C.
That's, We're gonna give you chlamydia. That's chlamydia. Yeah, yeah. that's right. new big. There's a new big C in town. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That should be our uh, on the side of a. We're gonna have billboards on the side of a bus uh, soon, and they're gonna say the new big C. <laughs> Let's take them out with some tunage. Let's tunage. Let's tune right, them up. Let's, let's all agree on what this song is going to be called before we play it. Oh, and okay. we'll play it out. Are we going to make up our own? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we good. we're good at this thing. Whoever, this whoever has the idea the, uh, first. I'm going to name s- that tune. Oh, Ryan's got one. He's got a germ of an idea. <laughs> oh, what's he got? Oh. Cool Night Guava. Yeah. Ooh, oh, I like yeah. that. Sexy, sexy. Ooh. <laughs> 